Greetings, I'm Brad Thomas, and this is After All is Said and Done. Welcome. After all is said and done, then we will know, won't we? But perhaps we can know now, if we choose to. You know the saying, from the sublime to the ridiculous. I'm going to begin with the ridiculous today. And uh, a story that was purportedly news caught my eye. And it was concerning we earth people and this earth. And it stated that our Milky Way galaxy contained tens of billions of potentially habitable planets. Uh, But the We don't have any idea whether we are alone (laughs) as far as uh, being some sort of intelligent life. Well, while it is thought that the overwhelming majority of these potentially habitable planets are in fact not habitable, Nonetheless, given tens of billions, that does leave some room, some leeway there. Curiously enough, though, the hypothesis of this particular story is regarding life not on other planets, not aliens on distant planets, per se, coming to the earth, but there having been other intelligent life here on this earth, whether it came from away or whether it originated here. And so scientists at NASA's Goddard Institute are looking into this. That is NASA's Goddard Institute for Space Studies in concert with the University of Rochester. Researchers are looking critically at scientific evidence as to whether there has been intelligent life in existence on this earth prior to our history, humankind. And they stated that industrial society has only been around for approximately 300 years, give or take, and yet there has been complex life on this earth for nearly 400 million years, which is false, fraudulent, just a lie, a sham. But nonetheless, that's their premise that there has been complex life on the earth for nearly 400 million years, that it's been around for that long, and there has been complex life on this earth for that long. And... If there had been intelligent life eons ago, perhaps any evidence of it could have been erased. Well, I think it's fascinating that our government is looking into this, uh, looking into inner space, you might say, into intelligent life other than humankind in existence here on this planet which we inhabit. I think it's bizarre and absurd and a ridiculous, obscene expenditure of (laughs) money. But that's my narrow view. In the previous program, I mentioned about the upcoming anniversary for the modern state of Israel, which dates back to May 14th, 1948, when the United Nations of all things ushered in the 
legal existence, the official existence, the authoritative existence of the modern state of Israel, which those behind the scenes (laughs) thought would be virtually immediately, instantly eradicated forevermore, which is why they supported that. Again, my view on that, given my understanding of not just our brief history, but of God's Word and what He says about it. But that is fast approaching. May 14th, 70th anniversary. You know, every time that September 11th comes around, it is a particularly inviting target for Islamist terrorists to strike. Not that they aren't more than willing to attack unarmed, helpless, innocent people and or ambush soldiers and what have you any other day of the year, night of the year. They absolutely are. But September 11th has come to be a date of particular appeal for them to strike terror in the hearts of those in the United States of America and those around the world. Well, Israel has suffered through, has weathered onslaughts intending to absolutely annihilate all Jewry and Christians from what we refer to as the Holy Land. No, that isn't making reference to Islam and Islam's false prophet, Muhammad, and Islam's God, Allah, pseudonym for Satan. But instead for Christianity and Jewry, the Holy Land, and there has been a continual, perpetual plan to eradicate all Jewry and Christianity from that Holy Land, dating back to the inception of Islam. And the modern state of Israel has had to weather the storms for lo these 70 years, and it has been nothing short of miraculous. Normally, when that figure of speech is used, almost always, nothing short of miraculous, it is in fact very far short of miraculous. This is in fact miraculous. The only reason that Israel exists to this day is miraculous intervention, not from the USA, but from God Almighty, despite all of the Uh, deficiencies and lack in Israel, particularly its socialist foundation, socialist as in communist, fascist, so forth, socialist founding in the modern state of Israel, and the prevalent, pervasive not only agnosticism but atheism of its leaders— including its military leaders. And the minority of the population there being worshipers of God. But despite all of that, and despite its embracing of perversion and all the so-called transgender garbage that the United States of America is now embracing so energetically, uh, courtesy of the government institutions and regimes. Despite all of that, Israel has survived miraculously. Rest assured, the onslaught will keep coming. It doesn't just come on an annual basis. It comes regularly. 
and remarkably and impossibly and miraculously, Israel still stands. There are so many within Israel who believe that is due to technological superiority and military brilliance and great heroics. And all of those have played a part. But absent miraculous intervention, Israel would have ceased 70 years ago. Undoubtedly, you have seen, heard, mentioned with regard to this idea that President Trump should be nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize and should be the recipient of the Nobel Peace Prize. It has been put forward not just by this member of Congress or that one, not just by this politician or that one, but by none other than the South Korean president. South Korean President Moon Jae-in has stated categorically that President Trump should win the Nobel Peace Prize. And he goes on to say, the only thing we need is peace. Now, as far as this goes, I would object for one reason in particular, and then I have my other reasons, but one reason in particular, and that is that the peace hasn't been won, the peace hasn't been secured. There has been an incessant, vicious, ruthless, sadistic, murderous attempt by the communist regimes of the Kim family, going back to Kim Jong-un's grandfather and father. And if you've listened to the program before, you know that is my pronunciation for him. And I insist on it. Kim Jong-un. This has been incessant. This has not ceased. It has not mellowed. (laughs) It has not been withdrawn. It continues. And while I do not accept this matter of the supposed denuclearization of North Korea, that is purportedly coming, even if it does happen, that has no bearing whatsoever on the vicious, murderous agenda of North Korea, of the North Korean regime. We're to believe right now that, well, this Kim Jong-un, somehow or other, he has seen the light, he really wants peace, he just wants to peacefully coexist and enjoy great prosperity, and to continue to enjoy all manner of pleasures. All manner of pleasures, not just his beautiful wife, but of myriad other girls and women whom he has used throughout the years and continues to do, and all manner of creature comforts. You know, (laughs) a little bit on the order of that great Spartan leader, Adolf Hitler, who in point of fact lived in the lap of luxury while the German people suffered mightily. And then when the going got hot, he got going and he left. (laughs) But uh, that is the way with these you know, courageous, self-sacrificing leaders. But nothing has been accomplished yet with reference to peace in Korea. Peaceful what? Reunification or peaceful separate but equal? Or, or what? 
No. North Korea has been hell-bent on overthrowing South Korea, on taking all of the Korean Peninsula, on unifying it under a vicious, anti-God, anti-Christ, bloody regime. Now for all of that regime's existence. And it hasn't stopped. Dear Kim Jong-un, who, again, he only wants peace and prosperity and all manner of pleasures, hedonistic, uh, this, that, and the other, and self-gratification and self-worship and what have you. He continues to assassinate and murder members of his own family, (laughs) generals whom he's afraid they might have aspirations to advance their position and so forth. No, nothing has changed in point of fact. Hopefully, these three outstanding Korean men who are being held, Korean-American men, hopefully they will be released. But nothing has changed. And before anything changes, I think it is premature to go handing out awards for having accomplished anything, personally. North Korea's designs on South Korea are not based on nuclear power, nuclear weaponry. Because if they employ nuclear weaponry against South Korea, which is just over the border, they will make it a nuclear wasteland and will not be able to plunder it and enjoy it. So nuclear arms has nothing to do with overthrowing South Korea. It only has to do with attacking Japan and U.S. forces and the United States of America and that sort of thing. But not being used on South Korean territory, except as an absolute last resort. No, North Korea is chock full of conventional weapons. All manner of rockets, all manner of submarines, enormous submarine force, a million-plus man army, and the list goes on and their special forces, and what have you. They enjoy enormous numerical superiority over the South. And they are able to strike at the capital of South Korea such a short distance from the DMZ, from the demilitarized zone. And once Seoul falls, they will have South Korea. So, pardon me if I just view this as a ruse on the part of North Korea and the Kim regime. But other reasons with regard to the Nobel Prize, as far as it being sought by persons, including the president, why? Why would you want it? I know, I mean, I I know that's an incredible statement to make. Why would you want the Nobel Peace Prize? Well, you know, there is the matter of a little bit of money that comes with it. But mainly, you know, it's fame more than fortune. It's fame. It's notoriety. And, of course, then there will be fortune that will be forthcoming, very likely, depending on who the recipient is, whom the recipient is. But really, why do you want it? The idea that this is something of such great prestige and honor. Let's look back at the history of the Nobel Prize just a little bit. When I talk about the people behind the curtain, that includes Alfred Nobel. Those powerful individuals who actually run this world. Those who really 
call the shots. Those who run the government regimes. Those who enjoy the vast fortunes. Look at those who have been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. Putting aside the rest of the Nobel Prizes for a moment, just the Nobel Peace Prize. Hmm. Benito Mussolini nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. Benito Mussolini. I know. Oh, he was certainly deserving. Adolf Hitler. Now, admittedly, with regard to Adolf, apparently the man who nominated him, who was in a position from which he could make the nomination, apparently he did it more akin to not a prank so much, but as to make a statement about a number of things. Well, the nomination was shot down, as it were, very quickly. But interestingly enough, the great Nobel organization has not seen fit to show any embarrassment, issue any apology, show any remorse that I'm aware of regarding the multiple nominations for Joseph Stalin. Joseph Stalin. Good old Uncle Joe. You remember Uncle Joe? What a great, great leader. He was. And it depends on whose numbers you go by with regard to him. The low end, the very low end, is that he was responsible for slaughtering twice as many people as Adolf Hitler. Now, Adolf Hitler not only was responsible for all of those millions of Jews and Christians whom he slaughtered, but also for bringing World War II about and therefore, secondarily, all of the other deaths around the world and primarily for the deaths of all of the allies and the citizens there in Europe who were invaded and attacked and monstrously slaughtered by the Nazis. But modest figure for Uncle Joe, twice as many as Adolf Hitler. So then there's the question, well, did he slaughter 20 million or did he slaughter 30 million? Now, I think that's more than a rounding error of, of what I would you know, think of uh, when we're talking about 50%, another 10 million people. But depending on whose figures you go by, 30 million people, Uncle Joe and his communist regime. And he was nominated twice for the Nobel Peace Prize. Truly. And what were the grounds for his having been so nominated? Well, it was because he had done such great work with regard to his efforts to end World War II. That's right, Joseph Stalin. Secretary General of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union, nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize in 1945 and 1948. What other illustrious luminaries 
have been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, I don't know. How about Henry Kissinger? Dr. Henry Kissinger. Some might uh, think of him as Dr. Strangelove. He was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize in 1973, along with Le Docteau. Fascinating company. They were awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. I mean, do you want to really go down in the annals of history associated with Henry Kissinger and Le Dicto, North Vietnam, Viet Cong, communist leader, vicious, ruthless, murderous, sadistic, horrible leader. Oh, but sharp guy, talented, not only intelligent, talented, shrewd, cunning, ruthless, successful. Then there is Mikhail Gorbachev, 1990, who supposedly played such a leading role in the peace process. <laughs> it wasn't Ronald Reagan. It was Mikhail Gorbachev. Fascinating. There have been deserving people who have received this award down through the years. The Lekwalesses, who was the recipient in 1983. The Ili Wiesels, or Weisels, but it's actually Wiesel is the correct pronunciation according to the German, but I've heard it both ways. <laughs> recipient in 1986. But then there have been the Yasser Arafats, recipient in 1994, along with Shimon Perez and Yitzhak Rabin. Yasser Arafat, as vicious, as ruthless, as sadistic, as monstrous a destroyer as this world has seen, but just with a whole lot smaller body count than the Joseph Stalins and Adolf Hitler's. One who did everything in his power to terrorize and destroy Israel. And then Jimmy Carter, James Earl Carter Jr., Jimmy Trust Me Carter, recipient in 2002. And then, then the crowning. Pièce de Résistance, Barack Hussein Obama in 2009. So, I would just say, Mr. President, if you really want to be in the company of these people, sure, you know, go for it, <laughs> encourage it, what have you. But if you really want to be in the company of these most infamous, horrible destroyers and these others who are dedicated to doing little things like completely, utterly, totally subverting, corrupting, perverting, undermining, and eventually overthrowing the United States of America, the nation which you are sworn to protect and uphold and so forth, by all means. But again, there have been deserving recipients, the likes of Malala Yousafzai, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, and probably not, 2014, that wonderful girl who was 
the recipient miraculously because she was the target of an assassination attempt and miraculously survived and recovered and has continued to be an incredibly bright light. So from my, from my perspective, I would say, you know, maybe it's really not something to pursue or to encourage. But that's my narrow view on that, take on that. I'm Brad Thomas, and this is After All is Said and Done. If there's anything good, true, correct, accurate, when I say correct, I don't mean, you know, that term politically correct. I mean actually correct about this program. It's thanks to God Almighty and His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. Whatever's wrong, failing, lacking, needful about this program, it's due to me. Speaking of Israel, undoubtedly you've seen, you've heard what Benjamin Binyamin Bibi Netanyahu stated regarding the, his, his latest revelation regarding the Iran nuclear deal of dear old Barack Hussein Obama's. And that immediately following the signing of that agreement, that Iran had vast volumes of materials of files on 183 compact disks moved to a highly top-secret location in Tehran. That Iran was brazenly lying about its nuclear weapons program and continues to. That it wasn't about nuclear power to help the great unwashing masses, the downtrodden multitudes. No, (laughs) not at all. Instead... It was to enable Iran to wipe Israel off the face of the earth. But leave it to our previous luminary president to enable them, empower them, reward them (laughs) financially, among other ways. Just remarkable. Well... There is a group, a trade team from the United States of America in communist China for talks. And uh, any number of priorities on their agenda, but it all revolves around trade and coming tariffs. You could say trade war with China. The trade war has been going on since shortly after former President Richard Milhouse Nixon clinked glasses with bloody red communist dictator Mao Zedong. But that trade war has been going on. And they've been winning and we've been losing because we didn't know we were in a war. (laughs) How it is possible that we would not know we were in a war when communist China and the Soviet Union did what they did to the United States of America throughout the Vietnam War, following the Korean War, which has, you know, had a, Peace fire, but never had a, an end <laughs> since then. Minor little detail. But fascinating that we didn't figure out that we were on the losing side of a war with regard to vis-a-vis 
communist China in terms of trade. The same way that we were with regard to the fall of Vietnam, courtesy of the propaganda war waged in the United States of America via the major media elites, and courtesy of the incompetent leadership from the White House throughout the length of the Vietnam War. But they're over there for trade talks. And again, the focus, it's all about money and about the economy, stupid, right? It's not about the multitudes of Christian leaders, of pastors, ministers, Christian leaders, evangelists, all the way down to kindergarten Sunday school teachers being monstrously persecuted tortured, imprisoned, and their families destroyed for, lo, these many decades. Because make no mistake about it, communist China is still a communist regime. But the United States of America in these trade talks, it certainly will focus on the important things, the economy, right? We can count on that. It's just the way it is. It's the way the American people want it to be. Meanwhile, what all is going on? What is taking place at this very same point in time? Well, there was a Nobel Peace Prize recipient, Lu Xiaobo, who died while imprisoned. And he was imprisoned for 11 years, and his charge, it was one of the the typical ones, I can't remember if it was so-called subversion or what have you. If I can find it, I will share that with you. But it was for subversion, yes. You know, it's that one, it's that catch-all, gotcha, uh, terrible crime. So, while he tirelessly sought to bring about freedom for the Chinese people, democracy, freedom, Peace for the Chinese people. Yes, within, within peaceful communist China. He was tried, he was prosecuted, he was convicted of committing subversion. And he died while serving an 11-year jail sentence. Well, his widow, Lu Jia, who is 57, she has been under house arrest since 2010 when her husband was awarded the Nobel Prize. That's how communist China chose to honor her, honor the wife and widow of this Nobel Peace Prize recipient, by placing her under house arrest. She has been imprisoned in her house since 2010. And this frail woman, she's essentially reached the end of her internal resources. And said, stated, that she is ready to die to protest the communist Chinese regime. And she stated that, in essence, she doesn't have anything to live for since the death of her husband and, again, being held prisoner 
for lo these many years. Meanwhile, the Chinese communist regime insists that she's a free citizen, a free citizen of the communist regime in China. And that she can come and go where she wants, when she wants, and so on and so forth. That the only reason that she has stayed within her house is because she's been grief-stricken since the death of her husband. Amazing. But that's what you get from liars and their lying regimes. But again, this isn't something that necessarily will be discussed by our trade team. No. This is not a case of them persecuting her over Christianity. Instead, it's to make sure that they silence the voice of dissent and that they send a very powerful message to all others that this is what they can expect. So what is dear old communist China up to? Well, in Africa, in far-flung Africa, the Chinese have set up a facility, a base, extremely near, just a few miles to the north of the American base, Camp Limonier, which is at Djibouti's Ambuli International Airport. And they are using, employing, Extremely high-tech, high-power lasers that they are targeting American pilots with. Oh, but it's just, you know, it's just accidental. It's just, they don't know what they're doing. They aren't really focusing on American pilots. But this is interesting because this follows... They're having done the same thing from Chinese sea vessels off the coast of Washington State. So there is that corroboration. This has been done before. Meanwhile, again, communist Chinese regime, which only wants peaceful coexistence and economic prowess, and so forth, it has installed missile systems, high-tech missile systems, at outposts throughout the South China Sea. And these missile systems, they consist of anti-ship cruise missiles and surface-to-air missile systems, and they are based on the blueprints for the technology that's been stolen from the United States of America. And this area, the South Sea, the South China Sea, has been greatly contested. There are many nations which believe they have rights there. Well, United States... Navy Admiral, who will be taking over military operations there, he said the following to the Senate Armed Services Committee. He said, quote, the only thing lacking are, and it should be is, <laughs> but the deployment of forces, the deployed forces, once occupied, China will be able to extend its influence thousands of miles to the south and project power deep into Oceania. In short, China is now capable of controlling the South China Sea in all scenarios, 
short of war with the United States, end quote. The same thing that Japan did back preceding and during World War II. And meanwhile, while communist China now enjoys a stranglehold on the South China Sea with absolutely state-of-the-art weaponry, they also, and that is nuclear communist China, they also have installed this choke point base there in North Africa, in Djibouti. So, no, they are just seeking peace. They are just seeking peaceful coexistence with their neighbors and with the United States of America and with Christians throughout communist China and with dissidents in China. It's a thing of beauty. Meanwhile, back to Africa. Along the same lines as the Black Hawk Down, Mogadishu tragedy, and the one that took place in Libya, so too here in Niger. And as usual, there's a U.S. government, U.S. military cover-up of what actually took place, which has been going on now since the events. And as in those other instances, each case, it was Islamist terrorists that were responsible And it was United States leadership throughout the military at the highest levels responsible for gross incompetence in the case of the Libyan disaster, of course, coming straight from the commander-in-chief and his secretary of state and his vice president and the chain of command. The buck stops with Barack Hussein Obama, but certainly was directly also in the hands of dear old Secretary of State Hillary Rodham Clinton and what have you and Joe Biden. But so too here, there was evidence, there is evidence, there was less than stellar performance by the officer in charge on the ground, but he certainly showed that he was not fit to lead that. But it was so categorically, disastrously, incompetently managed at every step all the way up that while he was responsible and he could have averted disaster if he had done things correctly, rightly, wisely, and courageously, none of which took place. At the same time, this was a failure at so many levels and crowned by a cover-up. But again, in Africa, in Africa, on the other side of Africa, Niger, Meanwhile, at the same time that word is coming out about this, again, you know, a good while after it actually took place, what do we have happening on the east side of Africa? Well, teachers fleeing the schools in Kenya, especially those nearest Somalia, because of the vicious, ruthless, murderous, assassinating attacks by Islamist al-Shabaab. Most recently, they murdered a woman employee 
of the World Health Organization, a Somali woman, the other day. And the next day, kidnapped a German nurse on, with the International Committee of the Red Cross. Again, dear old Mogadishu, Somalia. And that was despite the fact that there were several security guards there to protect her, but who just, hey, <laughs> just got out of the way. So whether it goes back to Al-Qaeda or ISIS or their other branch Islamist terrorist organizations, Al-Shabaab, what have you, they all operate the same way. In each one of these instances where United States military personnel were involved and died, they were horribly outnumbered and breathtakingly outgunned. They had inferior technology. This great technological giant, the United States of America, they had inferior weaponry. Not just less weaponry, but light weaponry against heavy weaponry. And in each case, U.S. soldiers bravely, courageously died. Whether they were acting in capacity as a soldier in the U.S. Army or Marine Corps, or whether they were retired from the military and serving as a contractor. In each case, they lost their lives because of gross bureaucratic incompetence and cowardice and because of being horribly ill-equipped and outnumbered. But that's the way it is for those serving this nation. It's the way it's been for a long time. But we continue to trust in our technological advantages, our technology, our brilliance, all of this. I'm Brad Thomas, and this is After All is Said and Done. After all is said and done, then we will know, won't we? But perhaps we can know now if we choose to. Thank you.